Hi. Welcome to Alternative Jigsaw. I'm Tony, and I'm here to help work with you on your adventure in alternative education. Here's where we're going to learn more about ourselves, more about our students, and learn how to innovate. This is a platform for you to be asking questions, for us to answer them, and for us to go through and slog as much as we can together and find out just how wonderful our world really can be. This is a podcast about successes. It's a podcast about trials, tribulations, and finding joy at the end of the road. Won't you join me? Here we go. Hello, everybody. How are you today? I hope you're doing well. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how you talk to yourself. So why is that important? Why why would we do something like this? This goes back to the you aspect. And I told you we'd be popping back and forth between these, and we would get there. And... The reason why we're doing this is because, well, quite frankly, um, there have been some instances where I've been listening to people and taking inventory of myself. And I've also been listening to various psychologists and speaking with other people. And what I find is our perception of ourselves is vitally important to how we interact with others. And it also, in the way that we hold ourselves. For example, I can tell you, I feel really empowered when I have a conversation where I feel heard and I feel listened to. And where I learn something and I am revitalized. So say, for example, take our my other podcast, which is Educational Triage. And when I'm speaking with somebody or interviewing somebody or else Christy and Philip and I are talking, it always feels innervating. And just prepping for those is just wildly wonderful. And I feel terrific about the whole thing. But then afterwards... I start in those avenues of self-doubt where I start asking myself, did I, what did I do wrong? What, how could I have done better? Which is fine, except I'm going at it from a completely wrong place. I'm going at it from the aspect that maybe I'm an imposter and that I shouldn't be doing that. I think we all suffer from imposter syndrome. I think we all suffer from being our own worst critic. So if we are doing that self-talk to ourselves, how does that affect our interactions with our students and with our peers? What do we do? How often do we wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and say, let's go get him, tiger? Not very often. Not very often. How often do we get up and look in the mirror and we find the flaws? And we say, oh, 
Oh, we're not really looking at ourselves as others see us. Oh, so if we look at ourselves that way, our students are looking at themselves that way. And some people just, I don't know how they do it, but they do it. And others just, well, they're really down on themselves. So I want to figure out a way that we can work on ourselves so that we don't do that. What is a positive thing that you can find about yourself today? For example, I'm looking at myself and I'm thinking, you know what? Those glasses look good on you. You look really good with those glasses on. Now, some people think, I hate glasses, blah, 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 blah. Well, I like to think, well, I can look good with or without glasses. And um, because beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I know some people that I think who are drop-dead gorgeous, who put themselves down because they don't think that they're that good-looking. I don't think anybody really thinks that they're that good-looking. They take advantage of what others tell them about themselves. But so, but let's take a look at how do you speak to yourself? When do you reward yourself? Do you tell yourself, you know what, today, here's all the things that you did. And I'm proud of myself because I was able to get through these things. Or I was able to do this and I know that I can do better, and I will do better because tomorrow I will have even more. Or I'm going to give myself a vacation because I deserve it. After my mother died, and I had been taking care of her um, for several years, I'd actually been dealing with her and helping take care of her for nearly 20 years. And then afterwards, I dealt with her estate and her trust. And we finally closed that up, and that was um, 26 years that I had to deal with that. And, you know, at one, after she died, after she passed, and it was very difficult dealing with somebody with dementia is very difficult, and having to handle their affairs and all that. And I'm not trying to make myself sound like a martyr. However, what I'm saying is I had a lot of stuff on my plate and I went out and there was a car that I'd kind of been sort of looking at and I kind of wanted it. I ended up buying it. And my cousin called me and said, what did you do? And I said, well, I bought a new car. And she said, Oh, well, tell me about it. So I told her about it, and it had all the bells and whistles, had everything on it. And she said, that sounds expensive. And I said, well, for me it was, because I'm not used to spending much money on a car, and this was twice what I last spent on a car. And she said, well, why did you buy that? Why did you buy that expensive car? And I said, because I deserved it. And she burst out laughing, and I did too, and I thought, but I did. I truly deserved something special for myself. So let's do this. What's a special thing that you can do for yourself today? And what's a special thing that you can plan for yourself for every day for the next week? You know, one at one point in time, I made myself dinner and I sat down with a glass of wine in the dinner and 
I put on music and I had something to read and had the dogs by my side. And I just sat there and I just really enjoyed my dinner. And I did that. But then it stopped being special. And so I was looking for other things. So how do you do that? How do you do that? How do you do that if you have children at home? How do you do that if you have a partner at home? Um, with animals, we can work around that. That's a workaround. Sometimes our animals tend to be a little more than expressive and a little bit more than needing attention, I'm going to say. But so do our students. So rather than think about students, rather than think about partners, rather than think about children, just hone in on yourself. And for some people, their partner or their children are so important, and those are the special things in their lives. But you're still thinking outward. I want you to think inward. So are you a good person? If you believe you're a good person, do you do good things for other people? Of course you do. Of course you do. Now, think about that and smile about it. Think about something else that makes you smile about yourself. Can you think about a compliment that maybe you batted away? Why would you bat that away? It's so easy to not accept compliments and to minimize them or to discard them. It's like somebody comes to you and they give you a gift and you say, yeah, I don't want it. You know, I never thought about it that way before, but it's true. Why would you, if somebody gave you a gift, throw it away? Unless you're an unreasonable person or unless you really don't like that person. But even if you don't like that person, they pay you a compliment, even if it's meant to be snarky. Thank them for it. That was really sweet. It was. And just take that for what it is. Accept people for who they are. That means accept yourself for who you are. And if you don't like yourself, why don't you like yourself? Because there are so many things about you that are likable. I know some people say, especially around the pandemic, I don't have friends anymore. Well, you know what? When my mother got sick and I didn't have time for them, they kind of floated by the wayside and I didn't have many of them left anymore. But there are people that I see and I look forward to seeing on a regular basis and I really enjoy their company. And when I'm with them, I'm grateful. And when I'm alone, I'm grateful because I have learned to be my own friend. I have learned to accept myself and to fight with myself. But if I'm going to fight with myself, there has to be a compromise and a winner. Compromise doesn't mean losing. Compromise means I get something out of it. And part of that is my identity. So I want you to think about what is your identity and I want you to put that into positive terms. And I want you to think about that. Think about it really, really hard this weekend. I want you to put that into your journal. And I want you to identify only positives. If you come up with something negative, I want you to turn it around. I remember when I was working with a group of students, 
they said, we set goals every day. And some of them would say, I am, I'm, I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z today. And one of the other students would say, hey, untie the knot, turn that into a positive. So then they said, I am going to, and they put whatever it was that they were going to do, not what they weren't going to do. So start thinking in terms of that. Start thinking in terms of what makes you good about what you do, how you're able to manage to work through all the things. How good are you at working with people? How good are you at working with students? How good are you at interpreting information? What are your talents? Can you bake? Are you like an animal whisperer? Some things. We're all good at something. Sometimes we're better at most things than more things than what we give ourselves credit for. So I want you to take that into account because every time that you bad talk yourself, you have that capacity to do that to your students. And I want you to learn how to do that so that when you meet with your students, you're glowing with positivity, even when you don't feel like it. Because the world has enough negativity in it. The world has enough anxiousness and anxiety and downers that we need to look at ourselves and we need to give ourselves our own pep talk. Because unless we do it for ourselves, we're never really going to be able to accept those gifts that people proffer. So, with that being said, take care of yourself, journal, start finding special things to do for yourself every day. And you can even do more than one. And enjoy yourself. But know that you're special, that you're welcome, wanted, and needed here. And, yeah, I'll see you on the next go-round. Have a wonderful one. <laughs>